You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Maria Gordado, who is covering the Angels for MLB.com. Maria, I feel like I haven't heard enough about Mike Trout, and so I just kind of want to check in from you. What do you know about Mike Trout's offseason? What's he doing? Any word on him at all? (laughs) Well, based on his social media accounts, uh, I think that he's been attending a ton of Eagles games. Um, You know, he's a season ticket holder and is a really big fan of that team since he kind of grew up in South Jersey, you know, near the Philadelphia area. Um, and I also know that he's actually p- busy planning his wedding. He's going to marry his uh, his high school sweetheart, uh, Jess, that's I think right. this fall. So I think that they're probably busy getting that done uh, as well. So that's something to look out for. Okay. All right. I'll keep my eye out. I feel like it's been kind of a low-key off season, but, I mean, Mike Trout – you you can never count him out for anything, so I'm I'm excited for his next season. Uh, speaking of other guys who you can't count them out, the Angels are picking up a ton of hardware right now. We saw Justin Upton get a Silver Slugger, shortstop Andrelton Simmons and Martin Maldonado earned Defensive Player of the Year awards with their respective positions. How big of a deal is this for the team and their future? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's really telling that the Angels uh, ended up having two Gold Glove winners uh, this season in, in Andrelton Simmons and Martin Maldonado because I think that Billy Epler has really made an effort to kind of bolster the Angels' defense up the middle. You know, one of his first big moves when he took over as GM was trading for Andrelton Simmons. So um, I think that the fact that they, you know, they have such elite defenders that, you know, two arguably the biggest, most important defensive positions on the diamond, I think, uh, speaks a lot to the kind of ethos that Epler has tried to implement it to take over the Angels. So I think that that, you know, bodes well for, for the Angels because the defense is something that they put a lot of value in and I think has really been a, a key strength for them for the last couple of years or so. Um, and, you know, just, Justin Upton getting a silver slugger, I think, kind of represents, uh, you know, what the Angels were searching for when they kind of decided to re-sign him to that five-year deal Yeah. Um, because they're really hoping to improve their offense this offseason and I was kind of surprised actually to see Mike Trout miss out on that silver slugger because he'd actually won that award I think I believe five years yes. in a row in the season but uh, he didn't end up getting it because uh, Aaron Judge and George Springer came away with other two uh, awards in, in the American League so right. that was a little bit surprising but I think that you know the fact that he missed six weeks with that thumb injury probably hurt him in, in a lot of these awards votes yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I'm, I missed some Mike Trout in this offseason, but you you definitely kept me up to speed. I want to talk about Billy Epler. You mentioned him. He's on a mission. This guy has some needs. You wrote about them. Obviously, every team has needs. Uh, the Angels are looking at first and second base, and Logan Morrison's name is being thrown around. And, I, you know, doing a little homework on Logan Morrison, he split his baseball career right now in the AL and NL. Do you see him being a good fit for the Angels? Yeah, so I, I think the the Angels are kind of looking for you know they're, even after having uh, you know locked up Justin Upton, I think that they're still kind of searching for for more offense, and I think that an area where they where they think that they can bolster it is the corner infield. So I think that's that's one of the areas that's one of the reasons why they're kind of looking at a lot of free agent first basemen, and Logan Morrison is obviously among that group right. that they're looking at, um, and I think he makes sense for them in 
because he's kind of a left-handed bat, which the Angels have been coveting since their lineup is so right-handed. Um, and he's kind of coming off a career year. I think he hit a career Definitely. high, 38 home runs in 2017. So, uh, you know, he was very productive for the Rays, and I think that he could really help bolster the Angels lineup. Um, but they've also been connected to a, kind of a lot of other guys like Lucas Duda, Carlos Santana. So I think at this point they're more so in the exploratory phase, kind of just reaching out to guys who could be who they, they could be good fits and kind of getting a sense of their market and, you know, the type of contract that they're looking for. So I think it's still early, but um, I think we are kind of getting a sense of the type of uh, players that the Angels could end up targeting this offseason. Right. And, you know, you, you wrote about that as well, that we'll see guys accept or reject qualifying offers uh, that could land in Anaheim and the free agent market. We're, you know, we're talking about first base. It's a hot, it's a hot corner right now. And I'm wondering if, if, you know, besides the names that you mentioned, are there any other guys and maybe even at second base that stand out to you to be a really good fit in Anaheim? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, the, the first base uh, market, free agent market this year is actually, you know, very deep. Um, right. So I think the the guy headlining that class is probably Eric Hosmer, but he's probably going to command, you know, the most money out of that group. So I don't know if the Angels would, would necessarily go after him, uh, you know, even though he's pretty young and has a really strong track record. Uh, he might, you know, command a little bit more than what they're comfortable committing to another free agent. So um, I think that, you know, that you could – the Angels kind of maybe go after someone like Morrison or Yonder Alonso, um, you know, Mitch Moreland or Lucas Duda are kind of other guys who are kind of in that in that mix uh, who might make a little bit more sense for the Angels, I think, financially. Um, and in terms of second base, um, you know, the, the Angels, I think, will have some options both on the free agent and, and the trade market. Um, I can think the most notable uh, free agent second baseman available this winter is probably going to be Neil Walker. Um, who, you know, has a strong record as a hitter, but his defense is a little probably below average. So, and the Angels have obviously made defense a priority, so it'd be interesting if they, you know, kind of, you know, how they would look at him. And in terms of trades, you know, there are a lot of guys that they've been kind of connected to. Uh, Ian Kinsler of the Tigers is one, but, you know, he's kind of on the older side and is, I think is only under contract for one more season, right. and he bats right-handed, so I don't think he'd be the kind of ideal fit that the Angels are looking for. Um, I think one player that would actually make a lot of sense would be D. Gordon. Uh, you know, he's, the Marlins have made it known that he's available since they're kind of, you know, trying to shed payroll as they transition to this new, uh, under this new ownership. Um, and, you know, he's a guy who's won a batting title. He's, you know, a speedy guy. Um, I believe he's uh, been a Gold Glove finalist, if not has already won Gold Gloves. Um, and I, I think he could also be fill the the hole at the top of the lineup uh, that the Angels have uh, in terms of the leadoff spot. So, but you know, it, it remains to be seen what type of return he would command. And he uh, does have quite a bit of money left on his contract. So, um, you know, I don't I'm not sure you know how feasible a trade that that would be for the Angels. Uh, but I think those are some names that you know to look out for. Then I'm sure the Angels will, will be connected with this off season. Definitely. And you tweeted out. A day ago, the Angels are searching for a new bench coach. I'm wondering, can you kind of just give a little bit of perspective about why finding someone who can fit that role is really important, why that role is is crucial to a team performing well and just being there for the guys? Sure, yeah. I mean, well, the reason, just, just to explain why they, they need a new bench coach, um, so the Angels lost uh, Ron Ranke, who had been their third base coach, to the Red Sox, um, and to fill that void, the Angels decided to to move their current bench coach, uh, Dino Ebel, 
to third base, right. a position that he had held previously. So that's why they have an opening um, for a bench coach. And, you know, the reason why I think it's an important part of the coaching staff is that, I mean, you know, that guy is essentially kind of a, the manager's right-hand man. So that's, you know, Mike Sosha, um, you know, that's the first person that he turns to when he's, you know, trying to wants to discuss an, in, an in-game move, and, yeah. you know, in the event that the manager is ejected or something, obviously the bench coach takes over and then, you know, he's in charge of running the game. So um, I think it definitely is a, is a big position. And I think it, it, I'm more interested in seeing who gets this position, position because I think that whoever gets hired could potentially be in the running to eventually succeed Mike Sosha. And oh, Mike yeah. Sosha only has one more, season, one more year under contract. And then, you know, I think it's really going to be Billy Upper's call in terms of whether he wants to bring back Mike Sosha or kind of bring in someone new to take over this team. Uh, you know, Mike Sosha has been there for so long. So um, I, I think it, it will be a very interesting hire. hire. Um, I think Billy Upper said that he's going to interview candidates later this week when he returns to Southern California from the GM meetings. So, um, you know, like I said, I think it's going to be a very interesting uh, choice and it could be, you know, a bit of a, a look into the future in terms of what, you know, who could ultimately end up managing this team after Mike Sosha. Yeah, that's actually a really, really great point, looking at the big picture of it all. The Angels have a ton of things that they need to cross off their laundry list, so it sounds like Billy Epler is going to be pretty busy towards the end of this year and probably into next year, which means we're going to be pretty busy too, Maria, but I'm really excited to spend the next couple of months talking about what's going to be going on. So thanks for chatting today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Danny. Awesome. Okay, we'll talk to you soon, Maria.